Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 283 of the Chamberlain's Dance Now It's Podcast. My name is Chamberlain, it is my birthday, and I will cry if I want to. Cry if you want to, cry if you oh. want to. Cry if I want to. One well, step you would closer too, to grieve, man. Well, that's every day, though. This is just like a, an, an arbitrary marker of being one year closer to the grave. Every day is one step closer to the grave. Yeah, but once you're past 30, all those birthdays are nasty. And then once you're over 40, it's like, oh, it was a cruel birthday. Still here, huh? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? I, I, I could, the sweet taste of oblivion. Just kind of like Yeah. It's just, it's just over that hill. It's like, nah, you got to stay here for a while. Fuck. God, I got more to do? Fine. How much longer I got to work? Like 30 oh, it's years. the hero of Kvatch. <laughs> Chance is old too. He's here tonight. As he might hills. even be a little older than. No, he's not older than me. He's still old though. He's still old. What I care you... about games that are sixteen years old. There you go. What? I'm kind of old. Oh, oh, I get. It. But yeah, but you played those games when you were like a wee tot. Mm-hmm. Wee yeah. tot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> late teens. <laughs> Come on. Still quite young. Wee tot. Just a wee lad. My perception of age is screwed up because in my head, I'm still like 20-something, right? Mm. People come to the shop and whenever they sell something, I need their ID. And I look at them and I look at their ID and they're younger than I am. And I just can't process that. They probably smoke. Because because don't. because yeah, over, a, over 18 is like my birthday for some reason. <laughs> like I start then. Yeah. Anyway. Well, when, when it's actually your job, when carding is actually your job, you get real good at it. I, I I just I always assume people are younger than they are because I look younger than I am. So I look oh. at somebody and they're like, "Oh wait," and then, but then I also I'm in the south now and people tend to seem to not take care of themselves. So there's like what? Around what, or could, something. what? There's a lot what? of soul food going on. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, but if you eat lots of it, you lose all your teeth or something. I it's so know. salty. The Louisiana diet will kill a man sure as a bullet. <laughs> but they'll enjoy it. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Oh, well, God, in honor of your birthday, I promise no uh, no movies today. Really, you didn't watch anything? I watched all kinds of shit, but not. Hey, what about really the Witcher movie we never talked about? The Witch. Oh yeah, the Witcher cartoon. Oh, the Witcher anime. I okay, didn't but, watch okay, that. Did but you watch it's that? good. But really, uh, yeah. we watched that before the last episode. Yeah, it is actually really quite good. It was a great story. Uh, the the. Uh, the needle drop at the end was fucking bullshit. Oh, no, like, it was like, even you, Geralt. Pause, pa- but, but it wasn't Geralt. Get it was pause, 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 Geralt. Like, he didn't say it in a way that someone would say it to make it go, <gasps> to make the audience go, <gasps> the audience leaned in when he took those three pauses. Like, it was poorly <laughs> delivered, but the, in terms of the action, this is the funnest cartoon action I've seen since Castlevania. Pretty fucking is great. It a, is it a one-off or is it a couple it's episodes? It's a one-off. Or- it's oh, just like one oh. movie. It's like 90 minutes or something. I thought oh. it was like a mini-series, but no, that was a movie. Yeah. Well, I could totally make time for that if it's actually good. The oh, it's, it's good. The Haunting of really? Hill House guy has a series coming out, doesn't he? Yeah, Midnight Gospel. Oh. Midnight Mass. Midnight, midnight Gospel something else. Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. I gotta remember to check that out. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's all. I've been playing video games mostly. As have I. So have I, but it's been the same one. I, I, I tried. I really that's wanted amazing. to finish. Well, I'm, pa- I'm at like 50 hours now. So... Alex, how far did you get in Valhalla? What, Valhalla? What? Yeah, because um, you said you played it twice. How, how far did you get? Okay, I, where am I? I am... Your brother... I found my brother's severed arm. Who? Oh, that's past me then. Okay. Oh, spoilers. 
That's all right. You, there's a vision of that, so I, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, I just got to London. So Sigurd oh, so was cool. just London. So fucking cool. Sigurd was just kidnapped. Yeah. By that weird lady. Yeah. Sigurd's Ivor's brother. Your, yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I it, the story beats are good. It's just they're like t- ten hours apart. God, it's because so you far do. Apart. It's because you guys do all the story shit instead of just like following the story. Hey, hey, like, I for love... story people, this is what you do. I love Hasim talk like talking scripture with the monk. That was a great fucking scene. Yeah, well, I mean, it's and the way that that um, oh shoot, the assassin's name, Hasim, I think. Is that Hasim? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Hasim like, is driving the wedge in between them. Mm-hmm. But you can tell he actually wants Ivor because because this great scene, some very subtle eye, like he looks at Ivor and like smiles because he's there, but then goes back to be on Sigurd's side. So it's. One thing, okay, I remember saying years ago that the Assassin's Creed they should make, but they won't because they're cowards, is Assassin's Creed Jerusalem in Jesus' time, right? <laughs> Imagine that shit, okay? <laughs> oh, you get hired by the Pharisees. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and this, they actually, that crazy lady who had turned out to be a Templar made an allusion to Jesus being a Templar. Neat. Oh and no! I'm like, oh, that's good story bits. Come on. I mean, we need on. more sympathetic Templars. I think we do, because it turns out they're all bad. I guess was a twist that I forgot, like three three stories ago. Whatever. I don't know, but I stand by that they should make a AD, you know, thirty Assassin's Creed Jerusalem. I don't know. I mean, like Jesus doesn't seem like some guy they want control. But no, I don't I don't know. I mean, he wouldn't even need to be a main character. He could be he could be kind of like how how oh, which is um oh, shoot. The Marquis de Sade was he, in the, the, the one was in Paris. He showed up. You could have Jesus show up as that. Yeah, it'd be I awesome. I don't know. I think the only way you could have a Jesus be a Templar is if you, you just go like full blasphemy in your storytelling of Jesus. Jesus Why, I, if you're going to go it, go all the way. Yeah, and Jesus has all the magic powers because he's, you know, God, God one of the eight. Yeah. No, he's got one of the pieces of Eden. But he convinces yes. everyone that he's the son of God because he's got it. Yeah, go and, full Joel Osteen. And he is 100% a Templar. He plans to rule the world, so on and so forth. But you, under the guise of a Roman soldier, assassinate him. Okay, no, they don't have <laughs> and a then, that, that, And then all Pontius the disciples, have to be all the disciples are assassins oh, and, they, and no. they decide that we're going to rewrite everything this said to make him seem like he was a really nice dude. Hey, I got it. I got it. I got it. Assassin's Creed, Book of Judas. Oh, oh. Yeah. we just like obviously oh. they yeah, we broke that story. That. They would never do that. But no, they don't because they're cowards. See, I. No, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. They would never do that. They're no. like, we at Ubisoft have the good name and goodwill to pull this off. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna finally make that um, unmade. Uh, or what I think what um book oh, Life of Brian was originally supposed to be Jesus Christ lust for glory. <laughs> I, I think it'd be, it'd be good. It's, the reason I'm kind of savoring this now is because I have come to understand that this is the last yes. actual Assassin's Creed. Until it's going get... full blown Destiny after this, which uh, I will have no part of. Not interested. So we'll this is see. it. We'll see this what the, the next one. ads look like. We'll see how much it looks like an Assassin's Creed game. What they're gonna do is they're gonna show you a map. And you're going to go, I oh, I want to find all the hidden things in that map. They'll go, just 30 bucks? And you're like, okay, why not? Or a map that size. If they give it to you piecemeal like that, you'll go for it, because it's what they've been doing for years. Maybe. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the idea of it becoming this weird kind of party-based thing with, with yeah, but constant DLC. 
I'm old. This is what maybe this is how the kids want it. It's no, possible. it isn't. No, yeah. nobody wants it this way. But this, the this is a the accountants have taken over. Uh, the shareholders that, are in charge. That does ring true to me. Well, I mean, Assassin's Creed's got to cost a bazillion dollars to make. I mean, these games are huge. Well, there was a thing. I think it was Sean Layton this week. He was talking about how um, on PS4 Gen to make oh, yeah, like to, yeah to make a AAA game it costs you a hundred million dollars. Period. At least a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. On the new gen, that's doubled. So yep. it's at least two hundred million dollars. How is that sustainable? Well, it's I'm not. sure I'm sure the minds at Sony will figure that out. And as, you know, as attested by the presentation today, they're still trying. It's their intention they to continue are, trying. They're trying. They're trying. We'll get to we'll, that. We'll get but to it. I, I have some things to say about that. It was it was okay. It was an okay. It was okay. It was okay. Um, so okay. that's it. I've been I've been working on Valhalla. I've got I've got to London, and I'm doing that in, investigation now. And London's pretty cool. London's actually really cool. It is. It's just, it is London feels Roman like an actual ruin. Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Because it's it's dense, not like you're not running forever. Everything's like within a two block radius. It's like oh, it's it's, it's like a regular Assassin's Creed game. Oh. Mm. Um, okay, so like six years ago, I saw a trailer. I feel like for a little double A look in Metroidvania. <gasps> Fists called Fist Forged in yes. Shadow Torch. Yes, and it never looked great. Like the combat never looked great, but th- there was enough about it that was interesting. That just kept it on my radar for years. And uh, what made it, primarily what makes it interesting is your protagonist is a little rabbit man with a very angry look on his face. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. But he yeah, looks yeah. very realistic. And he's wearing like a metal backpack with like braces that go over his chest. And jutting up from the backpack is a metal fist that is as big as he is tall. <laughs> yep. I just, I need this not to be furry. <laughs> it's not. It, it's okay, not it doesn't feel very furry at all, but it, but it takes place in like a... Uh, in, Aesopy. In a, no, in a world where everyone is is an animal person. Yeah, like every person. And he is uh, he is a well-known veteran and hero of the Great War, which is not really gone into in big detail, but that war was definitely against the Iron Dogs. The Iron Dogs are a race of robot people who have, who have taken over the city that you live in. And it, at first it feels like you're just kind of running around steampunk Hong Kong for a while. I thought it sounded Chinese. Okay, it is. It's definitely Chinese. Uh, but um, and the guy, the guy who Chinese voices influence? the rabbit. I swear to God, if it's not the guy who does Garrett and Thief, it's a sound alike. It's, hmm. a, it's okay. amazing how much he sounds like the guy from Thief. Um, so, so I had my eye on this for a while, and it finally came out, and it was the magic price of forty bucks. Yeah, that's a good price. And for weeks, I've been telling Alex that I want to play Psychonauts. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not for sixty bucks. But forty bucks. No, no, it's like eighty for Canadian. Canadian, yep. yep, I still say it's worth it. I would totally go for it for eighty bucks. So I go to buy Fist when it's out because I've been waiting for this for a while and it got like an eighty review on Metacritic. Yeah, Metacritic's looking pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, that's worth checking out. Um, So I went and I I said new PS5 games, add to cart. I go to pay for it and it says PS4 version. I'm like, no, I don't want that. So I, I back up out. I search Fist. There's two versions. The first one that it lists is the PS4 version. So I back out again. I go to the other one, which I hope is the PS5 version. There's no way to tell them apart on the store as you're looking at the two uh, thumbnails. It's frustrating as fuck. Shake your fist at Sony, but they don't care. I select the other one. It says PS5 version. Okay. Do you want to buy this? Yes, I do. Okay, that'll be $80-some dollars. I'm like, oh, wait! Because I'd never taken the PS4 version out of the... Oh, no! And then I'm like, okay, so which version is this? This is the PS4 version. This is the PS5 version. Okay, download the PS5 version. Let's go. So I walk away. 
And I come back later in the day and pop into it. I'm like, wow, this looks kind of blurry. Oh, so I no. pop out to the UI. I had installed the PS4 version. No. Which now means I can never be refunded because I've downloaded it. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Alex. Oh. I spent 80 bucks on Fist. Hey, you know. <laughs> Instead of Psychonauts. Dude, I'm glad s- to support a small company, I guess. It's honestly worth full price. It really is. Even with the truncated ending, it's. Just I the, played through it twice. It's fucking great. I felt like this was my punishment for not getting Psychonauts. So it is. Y- it totally you, is. You know where something like that would never happen? Um, on the on Microsoft Xbox. Store. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, especially you know how many SKUs there are for a game like that? One. one. And especially on Steam. Guess why? Because you get refunds. Two-hour refunds. Yes, I, I know. I know, and I'm sure if I called a person and explained to them, and they looked at how much I had bought of a PlayStation Network in the last, you know, decade, they'd be okay with giving me a refund to keep my good business. <clears throat> but either way, I started playing Fist, mm. and fuck, it is nice to play a mm. new game. Oh, okay. I have been playing Man Eater. I have been playing Hades. I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima. I've been playing Overwatch. I've been playing. We're Spider-Man. on Man Eater in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Demon Souls was last great. Like, I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. I've been playing all these games I've played a million times. The last new game I played was Cyberpunk. What, Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's a a good-looking game. But again, Mm -hmm. it's... it's, I've been playing the same shit for a Mm -hmm. year. I've I've been replaying shit for a year. So this is something new. I've never seen this world before. Uh, they keep on kind of layering in the history of, of Rayton, but everyone calls him Ray, and, and his squad from the old war. Uh, and he used to pilot like, like a mech warrior style mech running around with giant fists punching the shit out of robot dogs. Uh, that's why he's got the fist, because the fist was the only thing his buddy could get working from the mech. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Yeah, and he, he had to go save, because his buddy got arrested by the dog, so he put on the fist and tr- tried to go save him, and that's where the adventure starts. And you end up running through a huge world. Um, it's, it's never quite perfect. It's never like, this is up there with Hollow Knight, but it's really quite good. And the combat is very much combo-based, kind of like a Devil May Cry. So you end up unlocking shit, then you know, pop some up, and then you hop in, up and, up into the air. Uh, you get two other weapons beyond the fist. Both of them have really uh, important traversal mechanics attached to them. Ooh, guacamole. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it reminds me a lot of Guacamele. Um, it's, it's not quite as good at pacing and kind of keeping, keeping it interesting as you, I don't know, there, there's times when it just feels like there's not enough fun shit to do between here and there, and I know I gotta yeah. get there. Okay. Um, but at the same time, as soon as combat starts, I'm glad I'm playing Fist. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, the combat is really, really fun, and it's got those huge whams thanks to this giant fucking fist you're wielding. Uh, it's very much got that bayonetta thing where like a giant shivering golden fist will occur when you uh, uh, land a big punch. Uh, it's really nice. It's like it is definitely a solid eight out of ten. I'm really hey. enjoying my time with Fist. Just if you look at it, be careful which version you're buying. Uh, imagine if. Uh... Biomutant had given you that feeling. If what Bond? What? Bi- no, Biomutant. Remember oh, Biomutant? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've forgotten about that game already, haven't you? Mm-mm, mm-mm. I consider it when I list the games I play by. I didn't really play Biomutant. It wasn't that good. No, it wasn't that good. It just it sounds that much good. better. Yeah, it is. This is way better. This is just a solid Metroidvania. You're collecting. Um, there's one kind of resource you collect. Um, I'm pretty sure you keep it when you die. You don't keep the part of the map you explored when you die. That's weird. Uh, that's dumb. Like, what's weird is you might have collected the thing you collected up there. No. 
And, and sometimes that thing will save and other times it'll be a thing that doesn't save. That's and so weird. you, yeah. And so you hmm. got to go and I was just doing a boss fight where the, uh, the, the save prior was just weirdly far away for this game. Like this game usually gives you a save and then there's a boss on the other side of the door. This was, there's a save and then you got to traverse for like 30 seconds to get to the boss. And it was really nothing, but it just, there's a little bit of amateurism about the game. It's not perfect. Uh, the, the translation to English, um, I think kind of suffers a little, or maybe that's oh, just the story they're telling. Is this a Chinese game? Yeah, 100% is. Okay. Um, but like the voice work is all in English. Uh, but like sometimes the, uh, you'll be walking along and there's posters that you can take. And you give these posters to your bear buddy and he gives you a different skin for your weapon. Um, and there's the option to take the poster. Uh, text prompt comes up, take. There are people you can talk to. Text prompt comes up, talk. That's flipped around in some places. <laughs> yeah. To be walking along, it'll say take. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I hit the button, and a rat starts talking to me. So, like, there's there's little things, but I don't want that to be the end impression. The end impression is this is solid. It's no Hollow Knight. Um, but it's definitely the best one of its kind I've played since Guacamelee 2. So it's two-dimensional. 100%. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. it's just a 2D Metroidvania brawler. All right, cool. Yeah, platformer brawler. Uh, and some I'm, of the I'm platforming is sick. I'm looking at its wiki, and the developer and publisher don't even have a wiki. Mm-hmm. It's very Key small. Games is the developer, and Billy Billy yeah. is the publisher. Billy Billy. So, yep. yeah. Well, cool. I'll have to add this to the list of Metrovanios I need to play. Very is... obscure. Very obscure. And I'm not finished it yet, but I am enjoying it. Though when I had a half hour to kill before the podcast, I could either fight the next boss, or I could do a, another ghost um, survival run. And that's why I was like two minutes late getting to the podcast because I was doing the survival run. Yeah. I'm glad Fist is good. I wish that, could it is some, good. that one looked cool. That is good. Please with that. Hopefully I'll have time to play it at some point in time. Yeah, like it's not it's definitely not triple A, but it's uh, it's mm. solid, it's fun, it's good enough. And it's and... weird that double A Metroidvanias seem to be fairly prevalent. I mean there seems to be a lot of just like eight out of ten Metroidvanias out there. There's a lot of them that are rated eight out of ten, but I wouldn't give Chasm an eight out of ten. Chasm was... I, I finished Chasm. Was, but was it an 8 out of 10? Come on. No, Chasm was probably a 7 or a 6. Chasm was like by the numbers. Like, yes. I, I read a book, How to Make a Metroidvania, so I'm going to follow these instructions to the letter. Yes. And there's a little bit of that in this, and some of it is kind of weird. Like, um, you know the... You know the mechanic in Ori, and there's a lot of Metroidvanias that use this mechanic, where there'll be, like, a little shining thing in the air, and Ori can grab it and slingshot himself in that direction? Yeah, yeah, Ori uses it a lot. Yeah. Yes, there is the, one of the weapons you get in Fist is 100% that mechanic. It allows you to grab onto all these grapple points throughout the world, but the control of that is 100% not quite what you want it to be. Oh, because <laughs> like in Ori it was almost perfect. Like, yeah, it's, it's, and and that's what I think of when I'm playing this, and I'm like, wow, Ori did this so much better. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a, it's not a deal breaker, because I'm still enjoying it, I'm still playing it, but again, when I have just a little bit of time to kill, Ghost. Play something else, man. Yeah. So Alex, you played Psychonauts 2 a second time? I did. That is how good the story is. That is how much fun it is to like to play through in like a hundred percent. I had a bunch of like side quests I hadn't really bothered to do. Hmm. There's some decent story behind a couple of those, but mostly it was just like I was just first time just kind of running through the story. Second time trying to mop everything up. Um, there aren't enough powers. There's only like three new powers, and they're okay. I heard one of the problems with Psychonauts Two is in the middle of a fight, 
you constantly are swapping powers because you need these powers for certain enemies, but uh, you have to like go into a menu to swap those out. It's actually really quick, but also there's a way to make sure that you never really need levitation equipped. And I, I get used to that. Just like turn on like double jump to equip levitation in the options menu, really frees that up. You don't need more than four, not really. Especially if you focus on like your like basic like long range attack. But the combat's okay. It's it's not great. It's nothing to write home about. But like it never really focuses on that. It's just a f- you have to like collecting things, and I kind of do. And if you can get around that, it's a it's a solid platform with a lot of fun shit to find, and a really good cast and a damn good story. And it's just a dream to play through. I'll probably play it with me one more time, and then I'll probably be it forever. But I'm really glad it got made. I'm looking forward to trying it one day. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Like it ends on a, it ends on a really good laugh, and I, I respect it. No big hey, teaser the, for a third one. No, no, they're okay. not greedy. They're not greedy. <laughs> they they treated this like this is the last game they're ever gonna make, and I respect the hell out of it. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> they kind of, yeah, the, the they work for Microsoft they, now. Yeah, the next game they make is a Microsoft game. Yeah, it's not selling well. So, would you? Oh, really? Well, I mean, it's it's way off of Steam. There's less than 300 people playing it on Steam any given day, so... Ugh. But, um... Did you finish the season of Rick and Morty? No, because they took it off PlayStation Network. There's nowhere else I can buy it. I can pay, like, 15 bucks for a subscription through Amazon Prime to a channel. Oh, no. That last I checked, it didn't actually have the last two episodes of Rick and Morty. Oh, but, no. And, and I understand that you want to talk about this, Alex, and I understand that the penultimate episode of the season actually provides Rick's backstory. Alex, no, the I, last one does. Alex, I, I thought Penultimate was the last, or was that the one before Penultimate the is second to last. There's two episodes. Then one the ultimate episode, the last one. Then the ultimate episode actually provides Rick's backstory, Alex. And I understand that you want to talk all about this shit, Alex? It's good. You can't tell me about it. I liked it a lot. It's the best episode. I, I did not like this season very much. I, no. Coming back to it, like, and I like Siobhan Thompson, the person, the personality, but there was definitely... There was I a, can I can tell Harmon and Royland are not hands on this season. Yeah, like there was there was a real it didn't I don't know. It's a different show and it's nowhere near as good. Correct. It is, it, it like, is a different show with the same characters. Kind the of. sperm invasion thing was just yeah. dumb. Yeah. And then they did a turkey invasion, which is the same fucking thing again. Um, I hated it. Actually, I hated no, those I, episodes. I just, I just watched the turkey episode last night. And I, I, it was a, no. it was better, but it was still yeah. Was it, kinda... it was better. And it, no, like as a, as a whole, mo- this season absolutely doesn't stack up to like season four. But the end almost makes up for it. Well, one day I'll see it. I trust. It's, it's some way somehow. And the incredible available. thing is, it's almost all just Justin Roiland talking to himself. I'll leave it with that. I watched. Um, uh, I'm, I'm keeping up on Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon Prime. I do quite enjoy it. Okay. It's the first thing I've ever seen where Melissa McCarthy, I actually felt like was doing acting. No, no, I've seen her act before. Uh, This was her actually well presented as a romantic prospect. I don't know how else to put it. Okay, like she actually like has a romantic relationship with another character, or one one that seems to be going in that arc. As far as I'm, I've told. Well, she can't do that. I've never seen. I've never seen her do that (laughs) and not be played for laughs. What about Spy? Um, was it played for laughs? No. I don't remember Spy much. But Spy was a comedy. 
Yeah, but like also this there's a sincere a thing with um. Oh no, who was Watson in the Robert Downey Jr. trilogy? Oh, I love Jude, Jude Law. Law. Yeah, I love Jude Law. Yeah. It's almost a shame Jude Law was given so much credit for how good looking he is when he first kind of broke with talented Mr. Ripley because Jude Law, the actor, is fucking priceless, man. He was great in talented Mr. Ripley. He's great in everything. Jude Law he was is such a, a great, dumb idiot. Uh, yeah, dumb, but, rich piece of shit. But, but, but I, th- I think of him in that. I think of him in AI. I think of him in... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like there's anything anything he did. And then if you really want to see... If you really want to see Jude Law go fucking nuts to a Nick, C- or a Nick Cage level, uh, watch... Um, oh, yep. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, where he's that cockney dude. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta get the name. Uh, Don... Uh, Don, Don Hemingway? No, Don Hemingway. Hemingway. Don Hemingway. If you want to see him go absolutely nuts, watch Don Hemingway. Um, so Ghost of Tsushima Legends, mm-hmm. the multiplayer component for Ghost of Tsushima. When the uh, PS5 update came out, I was all hyped because the multiplayer level was going up to 120. Except it didn't. That part didn't get released until like two weeks later on September 4th. What? I know. I was burnt. <sighs> so that means it unlocked this week. Okay. And the thing about Ghost of Tsushima talents in multiplayer is they kind of go the Diablo 3 formula. So consider your talent trees in Diablo 3. What you can do is you can pick one of these things. Mm. And by picking this particular thing, it locks out all these other things that you could have. Except in Ghost of Tsushima, it feels like the value that was placed on some of these things is completely out of whack. And some of these things feels like this should just be like a default thing that this class has. Uh, and I shouldn't have to spend the skill point for it. So, what the multiplayer um, thing does is, first of all, every class has an active skill. Uh, like the the hunter can fire an explosive arrow. Uh, the uh, the samurai can drop a healing pot, or he can drop a dog that will attack enemies. Um, and what this does is, it adds a third one of those for every class. Okay. Because of the amount of time it takes to do anything. In this end game for Legends that they've added, I haven't touched any class beyond the Ronin. But what these additional skills do, um, they they add a lot more utility to the character. With the Ronin, they open up a lot of possibilities for the Fire Ronin build, which is a hugely popular build in terms of just wiping out the enemy. But it goes against everything the Ronin stands for, as far as, far as I'm concerned. There's, you know how I complain <laughs> about hunters wiping waves yeah. the multiplayer and it just makes it no fun for everyone else fire ronins make it no fun for anyone else they do all the work and you're it, just kind of sitting around yeah. it's not even that it's it's uh, what a fire ronin can do is you're on this point on this side of the map another one of your party is at a second point and the ronin is on a third point and there's enemies on all of them and if the ronin ults every enemy will die mm. across the map because it ignites enemies near allies like it's it's really kind of stupid and crazy and the hunters are even worse because i'm way more powerful now with all the shit i've been able to do with end games so if you get into a game with a stone skipping bow hunter fuck it just Oop. leave because you don't have to do anything it's it really sounds like they need to make the game harder now uh no it sounds like like they've always just needed to to rethink how the hunter works or mm. just get rid of the stone skipping right. bow uh but so what it does is it adds another it adds another skill to each of the three skills that you can select, basically. And then where the real power comes from, though, is all the gear. 
what you have to do to level up a piece of gear in Endgame, <laughs> there are five pieces of gear that you can equip. There's your sword, there's your ranged, there's uh, charm that you can equip, and then there's two tools. Um, and each, uh, each of those, you have to say, okay, I want to level up this particular sword. This sword is now forever locked to my Ronin character. No other character can use it. Now, uh, in order to level up this sword once from from level 110, you have to go out and kill 25 Oni enemies. Those are like boss enemies. Okay, so you do that. And it says, okay, now in order to level up this sword, you have to, uh, you have to destroy five legendary swords from your inventory. Uh, Those are not common. So you have to farm for that and destroy cheese. Exactly. Um, and there are times when you can, uh, um, maybe it's just for cleansing something, but there are times when you can re, uh, uh, kind of re-roll what the challenge is to level this thing up, but there are times when you absolutely can't. Maybe it's legendary items you can't. Um, but eventually, like, for my bomb pack, my bomb pack was the first thing I got to level 120 in order to get... And then once it's at level 120, really nothing's changed. None of the stats on the item have changed. Mm. Um, but now that it's at level 120, if, if for your bomb pack you have obtained a cursed bomb pack or a cursed um, a bow and arrow, a cursed <laughs> ranged item, if a cursed one cursed ranged item has dropped, you can equip that item, go do whatever its cleansing ritual is, which could be really easy or really fucking horrible. Although while you're doing that, you'll be under the effect of some kind of curse. Like, you have to kill enemies with this really low damage ability, and you can't see enemies' health bars. Oh, <laughs> and it's got, like, okay, a 30-second cooldown. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Yeah, so, so so it's rough. And so eventually I get, I, I, cleanse a, I cleanse a cursed bomb pack, and I get this one item that you need to roll an additional bonus stat onto this. Um, onto this piece of equipment. And what this bonus stat is, is it's a big deal. Each piece of equipment in the game has a list of bonus stats that could be that third and final stat. And those are huge things. Those are like you get an extra pip of focus that you use for your super abilities. Or you have 30% more hit points. Or when enemies damage you, it doesn't interrupt your attacks. Like, huge fucking deal abilities. And... When I first got that on my Samurai and I rolled that final ability onto my bomb pack, uh, what it unlocked on this bomb pack that was locked to my Samurai or to my Ronin was the ability to use this bomb pack on a Samurai. Uh, so, yay. and then I'm like, okay, okay, but that's okay because I've unlocked, I've unlocked the new thing so I can just go into the forge and re-roll that stat. So I look at what it costs to re-roll just that new ability and what it is is the cleansing shit you get from cleansing a cursed item of this type. So now I need to go hunt for another cursed bow or some shit to drop and just hope it happens. There's no way to up it. It's really, really time sinky. And of course I got all five items upgraded to 120 and got their thing unlocked and got my glowing Ronin hat within like a day and a half. I just went nuts on it. You spent that much time just kind of grinding away. Yeah, and then I got all these useless secondary skills, so then I've spent the last week grinding away, specifically trying to get a Ronin charm, or a, not a Ronin charm, but a melee charm that has plus 12 to uh, perfect parry uh, chance, or plus plus 12 to the perfect parry window, plus 12% to melee damage. Uh, it's got a thing called leeching parry, so every time I parry it heals me, and then finally, just now, 
um, prior to prior to the podcast, basically, I unlocked um, resolve increase. There's been no way to get five resolve going for me, basically, until this it's, patch. It sounds almost abusive. <laughs> it is. It is, and okay. it's and it's really really grindy. But the fact that I just kind of enjoy the combat and the act of the combat, and the problem is now that I've got everything where I want it, I can't just kind of like passively grind up items. Um, you have to equip them to do it. So in order to equip them, I have to go, okay, I'm going to give up this amazing fucking melee charm that I've created, and I'm going to use this shitty one, because uh, because that's the only way it seems to get um, a cursed item to drop. At the same time, I just fucking hoovered it up. I loved it, but I'm glad that Fist exists and there's something else to play. I was going to say, you need something to do besides grinding away at this game. It's, it's over a year old now. Still had some sick games in Overwatch, though. So I noticed something missing from your headlines. What's that? What's that? Are we are we not going to talk about the Matrix trailer? Oh, all right. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I forgot about that. I didn't even yeah, take a yeah, screenshot because okay. I never imagined it. No, no, Alex. Hi, Jim. other Morpheus. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, Morpheus technically died. In... I know, but like. We're just going to just replace him with the guy who looks slightly skinnier. Okay. The Matrix Online is apparently canon. Okay. No, I'm serious. But I just don't know why you need to, like, have just a matte copy of Morpheus is my problem. Probably because the Matrix, the machines who make the Matrix aren't that that creative. You're saying, so Alex, you're saying saying the machines are are racist, not Lana Wachowski. If he winds up being, like, a machine... uh, Morpheus, that's like just playing Neo. That hey, great, do it. Hmm. Well, either way, what I okay, I try the re, I tried to explain my hype to myself like this: If I saw a trailer with Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, Neil Patrick mm-hmm. Harris, yeah, 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 I, I want to say something with Dean. Um, I saw that cast doing the shit that I saw in that trailer. I I totally want to yeah. see that fucking movie. I want to yeah, see I'll this see fucking it. movie. It looks fun. Yeah, I want to see this movie. This look, I mean, Keanu's old. God damn, Ken was old. But... He still looks pretty good, though. I'm seeing a lot of people saying the first, the two sequels were good, and no, they are not. No, um, wait, wait. Okay. Who, who's saying the sequels are good? There's a bunch of dumb people on Twitter that no. aren't getting more than 20 likes, but like, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's not let's not gauge people's opinions value by the likes. Um, I've seen a lot of them, and they're just... We, they're we've just had like, this conversation. There's yeah. a lot of parts yeah. to enjoy in those movies. Parts, great no, parts. Absolutely, yes. Between two and three, you can make a good... Mm-hmm. Our movie. They need maybe hour like, and twenty minutes. Twice the time to write them. She's going to do it. She's in love. Oh my god, that <laughs> fucking scene! What is god. that scene? <laughs> I love uh, what's her name? The Merovingian. No, no, uh, the actors, the actress. She's, oh, she, Bella she, something. No. No, I know who you're talking about. She's wearing the red dress. Oh, okay, yeah. Not the Merovingian. The Merovingian squeeze. Yeah, the Merovingian's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she's some. Like, she's she was a Bond girl. She's pretty famous, yeah. yeah she, no, she was in Monica right Bellucci. Monica yes. Bellucci. Yeah. I will be forced to go back and watch all three of these movies before this comes out. Hey, I think pack a deep Netflix bowl right and now. have fun. I think they're on Netflix. I don't right now. smoke, but I mean, is get it, is a fistful a... of gummies and have fun. There you go. Is, is it still <laughs> illegal in your illegal in your state? No. Oh, it's like extra legal in Tennessee. Hmm. 
like if like, you not, have not, cancer. Not even medicinal. No. Yeah. I think it's like super illegal in Tennessee. So, oh, okay. Like, is there a service where you can get it delivered as, as easily as I can? Do you have I a don't smoke. Absolutely not. I don't smoke. I feel this is something you should investigate for your mental health. No, where am I going to smoke? I can't smoke in my house. I'd have to smoke outside and come inside. And, and, and we all know what happened at the end of American Beauty. I don't need that. So. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. It never occurred to me that the message anyone took away from America Beauty was, it's okay it's to not feel the message up, I took away from America Beauty. It's okay to feel up your daughter's friends. But if you smoke it's... weed, you're going to get a shot to the head. Hey, he, he, no, he caught himself really from feeling up his daughters. Anyway, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, as an action movie, I'm like, that looks really good. As a Matrix movie, I'm like, I, do we need another Matrix movie? Probably Absolutely not, not but, but here it comes. But, yeah, here, here it is. Only one of the Wachowskis is on it. The other one's uh, busy or not interested. I just not interested. <laughs> no, probably. What, yeah, what, what it is is the the first Matrix. It's Lana, movies. right? La, Lana was. Lana is the one who is directing. I yes. Um, and the, the, when you read the other one's statement, I forget. Oh, God, what was the other one? What's her name? I forget. When, I don't remember. But when you read her statement about why she wasn't doing it, it was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. But I'm glad Lana is. I'm hyped. I'll totally watch this fucking movie. I would sooner have her do it than somebody else. 100%. And it looks it looks like it needs to look. It looks... Yeah. It looked really colorful. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like drab. It was like, you know, bright colors. And... Well, part of... Okay, part of the point of the last Matrix series is that there was only the color green, pretty much. Or yeah. it was predominantly green inside the Matrix, and it was never blue. Because they determined that blue was a happy color. And blue could not exist within the Matrix. And then, do you remember the little girl in the subway that he meets? She's this yeah. little program? Okay. Yeah, she's in the trailer. So at the end of the movie, at the end of the final movie, she's talking with the Oracle. And the Oracle looks up, because Neo has been reinserted into the Matrix. The Matrix has been re- recreated. And the Oracle looks up at a blue sky and then looks down at the little girl and says, Did you do that? And the little girl nods. <laughs> so this is a new Matrix. This is the Matrix with the blue sky. So there's a lot of, you know, this is the next cycle. And I, I, I realize I'm getting a little, well, 80 It may not even be the next actually, cycle. Technically. Like, I'm getting a little nerdy on the Matrix. But, no, ah. oh, that's kind of why these movies exist, is to, is to deconstruct them in this way. That's why that's, the podcast exists. part exist. of the fun with them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So this year, December. Well, we'll see if theaters, like, the thing is, theaters are open in my town. I haven't theaters checked theaters are open out, in my town, too, yeah. And I want to go see these new movies that are out, but... I'm not prepared to watch them while wearing a mask. And I don't want to put anyone at risk. So if the deal is i got to go into a theater and wear a mask, I'll just stay home. Yeah. I think we have we have 500 cases across our entire province right now, I believe. Fuck you. Wow. Oh, we're... There's like 500 cases in my neighborhood, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well. The European Union is not happy with us. Well, what, what did you do to them? No, like we're on a no-fly list if you're oh. vaccinated. So wait, I'm, but as I'm vaccinated, could I fly to the states? I don't know how it was. How I don't it's know. Working, if, but I don't like, know if, if like, I don't think if like, if you're unvaccinated and you're in the European Union, you cannot go to the United States because you will. They say you will die. Well, <laughs> or you'll bring back COVID, probably. Mm-hmm. Does that mean it's time for headlines? Uh, I think so. Yes. In entertainment news, headlines: <clears throat> Muppets Haunted Mansion is out on Disney Plus October eighth. Sure. There was, there was another. Sure, why not? Sure. There was another entertaining headline. Did you hear about the Spanish bishop who left? Yeah, the clergy? he left the clergy. What? Okay, a Spanish a Spanish bishop who mm-hmm. was considered a rising star because he was the youngest 
uh, clergyman ever, ever in Spain to be made a bishop at the age of 41. Like, no one had ever been made a bishop that young. He was really considered, like, the next Tom Cruise of the, the church, <laughs> the church of Spain. So he's leaving the church to be with, uh, to be with a woman who is a psychologist and she writes satanic erotic fiction. Yep. Isn't that sure. Fun? Yeah. All right. That's... <laughs> Okay. Well, that's 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 a real rebellion. I, you know that's, that's... what? I I I hope they're happy. That's the I best thing I can say. <laughs> well, I feel I feel the same way about um, Olivia Munn and uh, John Mulaney. Yeah. Like no, I don't. I don't mind that. It's just like I don't know. Getting married and having a kid immediately out of rehab after you've been back to rehab. I, that's I the, I that's the know. thing. The, well, like, what bothers a lot of people is, like, he left his wife and then hooked up with Olivia Munn. Um, I don't know like much... He's about... already been to rehab twice for the same thing, and now he's got someone pregnant. It's, I don't know. Yeah, that's the I thing, is that this guy got out of rehab, was like, well, I'm a whole healthy new person, and Olivia Munn's super support. So I, I worry about John Mulaney and this crazy life choice he's made. But once you've made a crazy life choice like this, like, I don't know, but we're not celebrities. Celebrities leave their wives and babies all the time. It's true. You just bail. And they're like, I'll send you $10,000 a month in spousal support. And the kid's like, well, I'm going to a very good school, all right? <laughs> Never knows, yep. This went to a dark place. <clears throat> yes, it did. We support you, John Mulaney, and Olivia Munn. Hope the kid is healthy. I, yeah. <laughs> in Overwatch news, they've opened up the Blizzard Vault, and now League Legendary skins for Tracer, Genji, Mercy, Lucio, Reinhardt, and D.Va can be purchased until the 23rd. Oh my god, please love us again. Are they any good? Um, skins? I was just telling my brother the other day, I really hate the Tracer skin. I've got it, of course, but I never fucking wear it. Um, the, some of the effects on it are interesting, but it, the fact that it makes your head glow, you know, shooter, where sometimes oh, there's yeah. darkness. Yeah, it's Aim not here. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not helpful. Um, but the Reinhardt skin is really cool, and it kind of matches my favorite Orisa skin. So there was a part of me that was tempted, but no, as far as I'm concerned, Blizzard, you are still in the doghouse. I'm not giving you any more money. I don't know why I keep playing the game. It's because I love it. <laughs> I'm not giving you money. Anyway. Uh, the next season of Overwatch League will begin in April and will run on a, quote, early build of Overwatch 2. This is interesting for a lot of reasons. Um, they have pub I, It's been revealed that the reason... Um, the reason Overwatch 2 got pushed back again is because they've got like all they've got all kinds of assets done. They've got all the DPS and everything done. They've got all the maps done. Uh, they did not balance the tanks for five v five at all. Because the so idea they balanced is balanced for six v six. Well, no, no, they didn't balance the tanks at all. Oh. They didn't touch the tanks because like we'll get to that last. <laughs> they just never did it. Uh, so this says first of all they're going to get that work done between now and April. Because Overwatch 2 is 5v5. Or they're going to reverse course on 5v5, which is what people kind of want at this point. Um, or is that, that's the impression I get. Uh, so it could be that uh, if they're doing this in April, and that's kind of like a public beta, basically. Uh, like, they, they did a similar beta for Overwatch, I believe, around April, when it released six years ago, five years ago. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me Based off this, if we see Overwatch to June 2022. Hmm. Uh, PlayStation bought Firespire Studios, a studio made up of ex-Signosis folks. 
Psygnosis was a studio that was purchased by Sony in 1999, turned into studio, Sony Studio Liverpool. They made Wipeout games until 2012 when Sony shut them down. And Rascal. Who's you remember Rascal? that, right? No. Of course you don't. Rascal? No. Oh, okay, God. no. Tell us it's about Rascal. Shit. Oh, my God. What the uh, fuck is I'm Googling Rascal. It's got to uh, be a 3D platformer. It is. It's terrible. Of course it's it is. It's the most 90s thing you've ever seen. Oh, no, that's Bubsy. <laughs> It's it's close. Rascal for PlayStation by Psygnosis. This does look so nineties. Oh, the glasses. <laughs> oh man, no, no. He's a little dude uh, with like a shock of, of blonde hair coming out from the the back of a turned around ball cap that he's wearing on his head, mm-hmm. and of course he's got shades as well. He's a radical little dude. He's a hundred percent very nineties. No, no, green shades are just one consistent well, piece green. of green plastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh God! Yeah, this yeah. is this is him. You, oh. ki- you do kill natives in headdresses. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. <sighs> it's bad, man. So PlayStation bought those guys. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. And and buying this studio, I don't know what they're doing with these guys. Like, apparently, uh, the, it's going to work. I'm pretty sure this is the studio that said it are going to work on two different AAAs. Um. <laughs> If they make a new Wipeout, I'd kind of be down for that. A PS5 Wipeout, that sounds pretty cool. They've been cool. reusing the same Wipeout for years. Exactly. And give me a new one, you know. But, uh, so that might be actually kind of interesting to me. We'll see. Uh, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries will be the first MechWarrior, will be the first time MechWarrior has ever been on the PlayStation platform in 20 years, coming September 23rd. It was on Game Pass. I played it for about half an hour. Okay. Yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> Very mech simmy, not like just jump around and shoot stuff. I remember when the Xbox was the Xbox. That was, me- that was the... Mech Assault. Yeah, was okay. So that's the one where you're like taking down buildings, right? Yes, and Mech yes. Assault, Mech Assault Two were great games. Mech Assault was the first Xbox Live game. I yeah, I always wanted to play that fucking game or a game or game like it. And as technology has gotten better and better, I become more and more pissed off that we haven't gotten an amazingly good looking version of Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction where you can just beat buildings down. Technology is there. Why aren't we doing this? Come on. Seriously. Uh, there was a 14-minute PlayStation showcase today, and really it was, it, it was it felt like a lot of the energy that we didn't get from E3 from PlayStation. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it was... Let's, the, let, let's play count the actual exclusives game, though, here. Well, okay. I mean... Two? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, it started out with, like, this three-minute... PlayStation commercial that did not announce itself as a PlayStation commercial. So, like, there's two monarchs playing chess in their towers against each other, and their pawns and pieces are, like, on motorcycles and shit, driving around the world, and they all look like radical, awesome punks, and until eventually someone is crowned winner, and they're all standing in front of a statue of Aloy, and it was, like, three minutes of what the fuck is this? Yeah, pretty much. It was a shit They spent a whole lot of money on. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. They they could have they could have funded an indie for what they spent on that ad. <laughs> At least, spend. yeah. And then the is it wrong that I as soon as that started I thought about that terrible what's the terrible PSP billboard they had of the, the white woman holding the black woman down? Oh no! Don't, yeah. don't you remember that? No. So Alex, remember that, don't you? Yeah, and I remember PSP? like the, the crucified PlayStation controller. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. it was some very weird racially yeah. sensitive like ads that Sony came out with. Jeez. Like, you can be a high-functioning coke addict and work for advertising companies. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was the launch. Yeah, definitely the launch of the PSP had some fucked up ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then they immediately went into a Knights of the Old Republic remake for PlayStation 5. 
And uh, which I'm, is a timed exclusive. Okay, timed exclusive. And like yeah. a two-hour game. <laughs> and then <laughs> the wizard. It is. Well, I, I have I have zero hype for this. It, it's not even going to be the same game. You cannot make that game no. again now. It's unplayable. Yeah, but it, if, yes. if you make a good version of a of that story, it was a good story. Yes. So that's. I mean, I'm like, not saying I'm not going to play it. I'm saying I'm not exactly hyped for it. Yes. Like keep it keep it on the radar because you know Star Wars yeah. Yeah, could be good. Yeah. But it, it could also be that squadron shit again. Um, <laughs> Squadrons wasn't that bad. And then they showed a ton of gameplay of a game that was like very 1995, 2010 was, kind of. It was Bayonetta looking. Yeah, it was very much. Well, that's what I wrote. I wrote beautiful butt brawler because it was very mm-hmm. much about making sure the camera is in is showing the butt of this woman in like a green cat suit. And she does some awesome combat. It looks really nice. No, it it doesn't look bad. It didn't look terrible, but it looked like it looked like game design from like the Ninja Gaiden era. And I'm talking about yeah. Xbox 360 Ninja Gaidens, like mm-hmm. that kind of God of War Ninja Gaiden kind of thing. And um, I enjoy that, but I've found now that God of War has done it. Uh, if you don't put that in like under in a Metroidvania setting, you better be fucking amazing. And this did not look that amazing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Project Eve. It was eventually titled. Uh, yeah, so, I feel like three minutes of like what is going on. Yep. But if someone tells me that this is the true spiritual successor to Bayonetta, I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, well, no, we have Bayonetta three that was announced and never spoken of again. Yeah, but so. I'm sure it's coming <laughs> one day. Well, maybe it'll come when oh, Nintendo does a 4K system. Oh God! Because yeah, otherwise we're playing a 1080 30. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so oh. let's let's you know I'm, I don't mind maybe a delay. We'll wait on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay yeah. with that. Then they showed uh, quite a bit of gameplay and shit for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, good. Which yeah, Borderlands? Lo- no, it's it's not just Borderlands. It's Hex no. and Borderlands. Yeah. It's it's like you're a bunch of wizards and warlocks and uh, D&D characters running around with guns, of course. There's um, overworlds where you have giant heads. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yes. that was good. So really, there was a lot about Tiny Tina's Wonderland that made me... I don't want to check that out. That and uh, what's his face? Um, Jake from... Oh God! Adventure Time, State Farm. Oh God! Oh, uh, <laughs> he was Andy Samberg. Sorry, he was on SNL for so many Andy years. Andy Samberg? Who's he? He's somebody. He's in the cast in Wanda Sykes. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Wanda. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Names. It did not sound okay. That did not sound like the ver- version of Tiny Tina from Borderlands. Two. It is Ashley Birch. I know, but it's but oh. it, that is Tiny Tina. Oh yeah, she, Tiny, Tiny Tina has gotten older. She's yeah. now just uh, Tina. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. But it's called Tiny Tina's Wonderland. It is. But she was just Tina, and she was Tina in three. Just okay, well, no, she's tiny again now. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and then, Still sounds like Birch to me. Then, that trailer for Forspoken looked fucking awesome. Yeah, so, and that gameplay looked good. good. That actor's I, the, good. The gameplay looked good, but I was really annoyed at the, oh, and I'm here, and I can do this now, and I can do this now, and I can do this now. Oh, no, Compared no. to what that, we've gotten that from Square it, Enix That makes it lately? so fucking interesting. The graphics in that cinematic opening when she's in our world, uh, yeah. I was like, wow, these are some really impressive graphics. What the fuck? And then she gets thrown into the fantasy world, and she's reacting as, a, as like, you know, she, she gets to be Ash thrown back into fantasy times. Saying groovy. Like, that seems yeah. really cool to me. I, I mean, the only... I did kind of groan with the cat name. Like, uh, Odysseus would have been worse, but Homer's pretty bad. Well, the, I didn't uh, that at all. Didn't the animation... Me. Her animations look really good. Yes. Bouncing yeah. around yeah. the air and jumping on things, and it was just like... The, wow, anim- the animation where square? she comes through the Man. portal and slaps onto the ground, that so yeah. looked like mocap to me. Like, it was amazing animation. The world so, itself just looks 
photorealistic and interesting. Yes, mm-hmm. and the way you move around it so quickly and beautifully, this like Forspoken. And I'm, it's, I'm not big on Square Enix at all. At, uh, I can't remember the last Square Enix game I loved. Forspoken looks fucking awesome coming spring 2022. Like, I, I played Final Fantasy VII Remake and I guess I kind of liked it, but... You oof. loved it at the time. You and you I both loved, loved it. it. You both I loved it. I still love it. No. I still do. I, I didn't love it. I thought it was like a third of a game. It well, is. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's literally a third of a game for they, they paid they, sixty bucks for. Yeah, but, but it it still was thirty hours long. Yeah, it was like it was okay. Long. It was long anyway. But that was some AAA shit, Alex. It was some AAA. Like, shit. How much more money you need them to put into this? I needed to spend less time running down hallways. But they were so good looking. Well, they've had that problem since Final Fantasy thirteen. So, so many fucking hallways. If you don't want hallways, you don't want Final Fantasy. That's true. Then they showed a trailer <laughs> for Rainbow Six Extraction, which I did not watch. I went for a cigarette. It occurred to me, like, I was thinking, like, Sony, you assholes, why can't you buy uh, a publisher like Bethesda? Like, I'm so pissed off about the Bethesda acquisition. And then Mm -hmm. I I tried to think of what other giant corporation could possibly be purchased. The only other one that comes to mind is Ubisoft, and that's not as good a deal. No. Period. Um, And then, they actually, so this week it was kind of leaked that Alan Wake Remastered was coming. Yeah. You can keep it. And they showed it. It definitely looks better, but the problem is like. It's not a fun game to play. It's, it was not a fun game to play. What was cool about it was the style of the action, how stylish the action was. And this is the first time we've had to have this conversation since the Silent Hill 2 remake. Um, upgrading this to something you can really see. Silent Hill 2 remake? What are you talking about? Silent Hill 2. Yeah, no, Silent, no, not Silent, well, it wasn't a remake, it was an upport. Remember when Silent Hill 2 got upported to, I want to say PS3, maybe PS4? Uh, the, oh, all, no, PS3. The all of them were terrible because it, yeah, yeah, it, it fucked, fucked, it it fucked yeah. with the fog, right? And yeah. so yeah. in uh, in Alan Wake, on the old systems, which were probably 720p at best, um, the fact that it was 720p kind of worked in the favor of its special effects. And if you look at what happens when he shoots dudes and blows dudes up in this trailer... It's very sharp. You're seeing all the same shit that was in the last one. It just doesn't look nearly as good because you're seeing it all. Um, And so I don't think this needed to happen. I'd be much more interested in a Max Payne 2 uh, remake. Or Max Payne 3. Max Payne 4. Max Payne 2 remake. I loved 3. I I would absolutely take an upport of 3 and let me skip the cutscenes and I'm a happy camper. (laughs) Well, there are lots of those. The whole, like, soccer stadium fight. Yeah. It was so good. I remember, what, what am I, your button pusher? Well, oh, you're so good at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, a new gen, is coming out March 2022. The trailer didn't look bad, actually. Uh, no, it didn't, but, but it's still GTA V. And, and thank God, I think about that window, March 2022. If everything else actually sticks to its date, I'm not going to need Grand Theft Auto V around then. I'm going to have lots of other shit to play. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo had an interesting, interesting trailer. I don't, I don't think that looks good anymore. No, it doesn't. I mean, it, it never did because stiff they didn't and, show much about uh, it. But no, here they actually no. showed gameplay, and they're obviously trying to go for you know, again, again a hexen thing. If this is like an open world, doing a bunch of quests thing, I can see that maybe interesting, being interesting to me. More I, I interesting just, than Tiny Tina, at least. I didn't. None of that blew my skirt up. It was like, eh. I don't know. There's something so creepy to me about Japanese ghosts, but only Japanese developers have the audacity to try to make a AAA game where your enemies are ghosts. 
There's just, yeah, because literally, there's this, there's uh, Fatal Frame, and there's Luigi's Mansion. Name me another one where the ghosts, okay, there's Ghostbusters, but that's a licensed property. Name me a Western-produced game where ghosts are the primary antagonist. I don't know. I mean, un- un- here and there, yeah. maybe like one of these recent walking simulator horror games, but I think we can, uh, those, yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a big triple A, yeah, doesn't happen. It didn't look scary at all. The action looks stiff. I just. Yeah. Mm. yeah it didn't, it didn't give you that new gen. Wow. The best thing about that reveal was that publisher who since, who quit like a week later. I can't remember her name now. Uh, yeah, I was trying to remember. The internet earlier. loved her for like a week and then uh, she quit. I forgot who she was, unfortunately. I don't She's on my Twitter. Hang on. I can just click here, go to Twitter. And then if I type in Nakamura, Nakamura. Sounds right, but I. Ikumi Nakamura. No, no. She's yeah. got the funniest. She's got. She she draws all the time. She's got the funniest <laughs> picture of herself. Just giving this massive frown as her avatar right now. Nice. Oh, she's still sunshine. Okay. <clears throat> uh, then they showed Guardians of the Galaxy, which actually looked better than it had in its previous showing. Um, it, it did. And it it's did. still uh, the, coming this year. The The end bit of Groot putting out the fire yeah. on Rocket's whisker was hilarious. That was actually really good. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I didn't mind the dialogue at all. And this has potential, but I will definitely wait until a bunch of reviewers tell me it's a 9 out of 10. And if it, it, gets, an, if it gets an 8, probably going to pass. Yeah, definitely going to pass. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm almost definitely going to pass. And then they showed Vampire. They showed, like, it was. It seemed very much like a cinematic it, trailer. I didn't get a sense of how Vampire Blood Hunt actually plays. Oh, no, that looked like a, that was, that was all gameplay. It looked like there was a stupid, oh, like, multiplayer right. thing. It was, like, the beginning of showed it, and then I, I saw, like, a name of one of the one of the breeds of Vampire. Yeah. I knew exactly what it was, but this is not the Masquerade 2. No. Or this is not Bloodlines 2. And I think this it's free. Else. I think this is the game that people were selling keys to. But the oh, game is free. Gosh. Maybe that was Arena Legends. Uh, and then they showed another new Deathloop trailer. And it's kind of weird that they're doing a trailer for a game that's out next week. I don't want to see it. I'm so, watch it. I'm so fucking happy that Deathloop is out next week. It's been so long. People that have played it are nuts for yeah, it. New Arcane so. game. Um, PS5 only. Maybe the last game PC I'll get to play too. from Arcane. Oh yeah, you're right. But maybe the last game I'll get to play from Arcane unless I get like a, a an Xbox... So, yeah, fucking dying for Deathloop. Um, Kid Amnesia. Oh, yeah. Then they showed a thing yeah. called <laughs> Kid Amnesia Exhibition A. This, this is a Coldplay thingy? No, it's no, Radio. It's Radio. No, Radiohead. It's a Radiohead. Oh, you thing. take that back. Radiohead's done, a good band. Done in cooperation with Epic Games, apparently coming to a PS5, PC, and Mac. Yeah, uh, don't care because everyone remembers that time Queen made a game and that time Sting made a game and that time uh, Kiss uh, made a pinball game remember Kiss that? made a pinball game and what's it uh, Jesus um, Journey had an Atari 2600 Ziggy game. Stardust oh god David Bowie made a game. Everyone remembers. I don't no, think... David Bowie was in Omicron. He didn't okay, he was in it. I, I didn't get the impression that this is a game at all. I get the impression that this is like an experience that you turn on your TV and it plays it's a, this music. is It's this a is tone just... poem. Maybe. This is an exercise in Tom York's self-importance that he's letting us all like see. So you will never hear freaky. Uh, wait, no. What? What's that song he never plays? Um, is I don't it loser? Know. Oh no, creep. Creep. He'll. You'll never hear creep again. Fuck you for loving it. <laughs> really? Oh, he'll never play it live again. He hates it. Huh. He's such a baby about it. How dare you like this thing that made me rich and popular? Tom York is a character. Petulant. 
I, I just I don't respect artists that hate the things that make them rich. Like what what people like a thing you made. Get get over it. Phil Collins got that way too. So did Paul Simon in the end. Like, what the fuck is your problem? They get old and cantankerous. Uh, you don't respect what I respect about my music, so you're respecting it wrong. <laughs> I don't I, want he, your money. I have enough. We from can't other all people. be Stephen King, who I think is actually just I like his like him the person more than his actual work. Mm. I respect the hell out of him. I would die to have him as a professor. Yeah, he does come across as kind of a cool guy. Yeah. Not that he's sober. And a good father. His son's a good good writer. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so this next one was actually a surprise, and I'm mm-hmm. surprised that I'm kind of interested. Uh, listener, if you want to know how to rate this, is T-C-H-I-A. Tachia. Mm-hmm. And you're a kid running around this beautiful island that's got like a little town on it. And for some reason, you've got the magical ability to uh, overwhelm the will of any animal you come in contact with and possess its mortal form, thrusting its consciousness down to the sunken place like some sort of supervillain. <laughs> but it's presented in an adorable way. With a giant red hat. Exactly. It's not <laughs> like, it's not like the Mario yeah. thing. Um, like her eye glows green and she leaps into this thing. And you see gameplay of her like flying through these through the, through the sky as a bird and then leaping out of the bird, plummeting towards the ground, jumping into a dog before she hits the ground and running along. Uh, you see her being a fish. Uh, I saw her being a coconut. Uh, a crab. A crab. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, yeah so, so Chichia looks... Oh, I'll keep an eye on Chichia. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah why not? Oh. Fun experiment. Then they announced that A Thief's End, Uncharted A Thief's End and Uncharted Lost Legacy are both getting upports to PlayStation 5 and PC. See the game that broke Naughty Dog. Say what, Chamberlain? I said Lost Legacy is worth it. That game was good. Um, The the two of them together make a more compelling package if you're going to charge the same amount for them. But this was not... you get Golden Abyss? This was... No, you don't get anything. No. You get these two. Um, Mm. This is, as far as I'm concerned, the worst Uncharted game. Um, in, yeah. in Uncharted Unch- 4 um, mm-hmm. I didn't finish um, I didn't I didn't finish Lost Legacy because it was just more of the design of Uncharted 4 and it was a poorly designed Uncharted game compared to the other ones um, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in that because they've got other properties they could have remastered for the PlayStation 5 like 2 or 3 or 1 no like like Chamberlain knows what I'm talking about Chamberlain what am I talking about you're talking about Bloodborne again Bloodborne <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we got that rumor earlier this year, and I know it was and a I, lie. And I, I knew it was a lie. I know I'm a clown for hoping, but I hoped, and it hurt to see mm, to see rub that grease paint on your face. Fortunate game. Get the upward treatment ahead of Bloodborne. Uh, then a big surprise, just a little teaser trailer. Insomnia, Insomniac is making Marvel Wolverine. It is a it is a third Do person it. action game. That was um, already a decent Wolverine game. It was okay. Years and years ago. It was, no, Everyone it was, was like, holy crap, this... this." No, it was um, just okay. Come on. Yeah. Chamberlain, do you remember that Wolverine game? I don't game? even remember it. What's exactly. This was... Exactly. It was I like think P- it was... It was PS3. The Ryan Reynolds say. movie? I'm sure I played it, but uh, I don't was, remember a thing about exactly. it. Exactly. You did. It was bad. It was bad. It was, okay. it, was, it, was, it was better than every other Wolverine game because there isn't one where there was like back <laughs> on the NES or something. Like, yeah, it was not good. Um, but this is made by the guys who made Mortal Spider-Man, so that might be a well, good game. It'd be interesting to see how they handle the more kind of grounded combat, you know. Yes. Wolverine doesn't fly around like that. Wolverine's 
and really he's still a fast character. Come but to think of it, different. it would be awesome to see Naughty Dog kind of execute that kind of visceral combat because they could totally do it. Mm. Like in, instead yeah. of instead of like having all these horrible things be done to your protagonist, as in The Last of Us, let us do those things to other people. <laughs> that's the other question: How violent is this going to get? Uh, that's the thing. You make this rated R or whatever. Or, uh, like we got bloody knuckles, but how much further are we gonna go? Yeah, yeah, and and like he's Wolverine. I want to see. I want. I want someone to do God of War style. Like we're using a thing called zipper technology. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I want that explanation for for Wolverine. <laughs> um, and then and then they showed off a lot of Gran Turismo Seven. So that trailer is the definition of liking the smell of your own farts. Yeah. Mm. Look how awesome we are. But Look at this. Here's what strikes the me. There's a, there's a seven after the word Gran Turismo. There, and, what the, and that game actually looks like it's got, at the very least, a lot of money behind it. Oh, yeah. And what that says is people are still buying this. Mm-hmm. There's definitely an audience that saw that trailer and reacted the same way you react to a Forza. I reacted more positively to that most recent Forza trailer than I did this Gran Turismo trailer. <laughs> Because Forza, especially Forza Horizon, understands that it, it's this is about Woo-hoo. just kind of running around and having some fun, yeah. right? This isn't a simulation. And, and this Turismo is you drive your car like, and it's just top Look at yeah. the reflections in the car hood. Yeah. Look at the wheels of the car. Here's all the different things we, you we can We recorded pick for the your sound car. of the engine in ten different environments just so it's hyper realistic. Yeah. You'll never know. Exactly. Like it's, no, I don't. I don't. It, it's a game that's designed for the creator of the game, and that's. You know what you want from any creator, really, but it's definitely not for me. It's not my cup of tea. It's no. way too dry. Mm-hmm. Then they announced Spider-Man Two, which featured uh, Peter and Miles, and then it was revealed Venom and um, and Craven. Craven, yeah. Who's Craven? He's he's a hunter. Craven's, he doesn't like Spider-Man. Craven's, no, okay. Craven's the guy who was doing all that talking, looking for someone who could equal him. That was not Venom doing that. Venom that ain't Russian. Craven. Yeah. And uh, coming in 2023, so holy shit, Insomniac. Like, do they have three teams now? What the fuck is Yes, going they do. On? They have a 10,000 employees. Is it actually? Because I, 10, I saw employees. that tweet, but was that real? I thought it was a joke. I don't think Jason Schreier's going to joke about that. No, I thought that was a joke. Because oh. the joke, it was like today I learned. Because there's like so many games. Oh, yeah, okay. because today I learned Insomniac must have, because that's the joke. It's like they must have 10,000 employees to be putting out a series of games like this. Holy shit. Hmm. There is no other studio that's been doing this lately. I know um, they have at least two. One's like 20 minutes for me and one's in Burbank. I don't know if there's another one. They're at least big enough to be, you know, have their employees mandatedly oh. uh, inoculated. <laughs> and a massage parlor. Here's a Wikipedia click. Number of employees, 275. Okay, so slightly less. 275 plus as of 2017. I see the joke now. They were acquired by Sony in 2019. Um, So now it's a secret how big they are. Well, no, it's just not on Wikipedia. Or what other other ones are working with them. Because they've got to subcontract some stuff. Uh, And then they showed a lot of shit for God of War Ragnarok, which has a whole new developer, which is not unusual for the God of War series. 
Um, no, Corey, wait, what? Oh, it's not oh, Santa Monica. No, it's no uh, director, director, director. Okay. They, every time they get a new director, pretty much. Um, Corey Barlog is the only person who's directed two of the games, um, and this guy is just someone who's been with the company for the whole time. And what I immediately noticed about the gameplay was the it looks so much more kinetic than the combat of the last one. It looks yep. like the the animations are so much more dynamic. Is what how it felt at least in the trailer. Seamless. It looked gorgeous. That giant like the. I want to fight centaurs. That looks fucking awesome. I want to fight that shark thing. Yes, the giant land shark lizard thing. That animation sold me on this game. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, Light Elves, I knew that was coming. But oh, look at that fucking troll thingy. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I I did not expect myself to to get this excited for a peak of Ragnarok. Um, I'm absolutely hyped for this fucking game. No release window. I love Tyr standing up and being like twice as tall as Kratos. I like Tyr not actually being Kratos. Yeah, well, he's oh, completely. Yeah, he just stands up and yeah. Because yeah. that was the thing. Like, oh, what if your Tyr are gonna go through all these hilarious? I'm like, yeah, I'll well, do I, that. I liked. I liked how. I liked how tall uh, the kid is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he grew. Up. He's a god. No, it's not that he's a Appar- god. It's that he's growing up now. He's a teenager. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. So this is gonna be interesting. Uh, apparently, that girl at the end. Mm-hmm. That says you, you'll get your answers, at least some of them, mm-hmm. is the half-giant who ends up being Loki's wife. Yeah. And since we know that Atreus is Loki, that's where that's going. I guess I don't know the Ragnarok myth enough, uh-huh. so Loki... I don't either. Loki is a half-giant I mean, himself. Yes. He goes on to have to marry a half-giant wife, and what's, what's the rest of the story? I don't... And then the world ends. I don't know. Oh. I mean, yeah, I'm playing Valhalla, so I should learn more of this. I, I mean, I, I, hopefully I'll get back to, to go back to, to learn it, more about this. It made me want to go back and play God of War. And every time I do that, I stop after like a half an hour, but... It, yeah. Because it's a God lot of, of the same enemies over and over and yeah, over. It doesn't over. click until you get the Blades of Chaos, and then you're like, oh, no, this is so awesome. No, no, it, I, it clicks, I prefer the Blades of Chaos to the Axe so much. It well before Blades of Chaos. Wow. Uh, hang on, PS5. Update, quick. They patched God of War, didn't they? Yeah, but... At least uncapped, uncapped the... Uh, uh, so I'm going to type in digital, <laughs> and Foundry will autofill. Uh, 60 FPS green for FPS 5. So, what I want to know... Must, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's 60 frames, but I want to know what the uh, resolution is. Well, it's it's going to be 4K checkerboard. Replace with straight 30p and 60 FPS mode still using 2160p checkerboard. So, really, yeah. it's basically 4K. It's the same thing, yeah. yeah. All right, I mean, I mean, that's what it was on the Pro anyway. Yeah, so. check it out. So yeah, that got that Ragnarok trailer really looked good, and I'm so disappointed that there's no Bloodborne. I want more Bloodborne. I wanted more fucking Elden Ring. Didn't get that. Yeah, playing all this Ghost has made me want to go back to um, Sekiro, but I just can't dig 1080p anymore. Yeah, <laughs> spoiled. Yeah, so spoiled. Damn, damn. I was right. I I still. I'm just loving how how you're part of the church of 60 FPS now. Oh yeah, no, the yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no going back. Welcome, welcome, yeah, child. Yeah, it, it bothers me now, and and I I was glad that it I drives you insane, doesn't it? I'm glad that I wasn't one of those people that it affected for years. Those were some good years. I got a lot of good gaming in them, and no, I feel like now it's a hindrance to my enjoyment. Like again, I oh, would just, like to be playing Sekiro, but instead, I'm probably going to go play God of War. And it's harder to play technically in 30 ability. FPS. Yeah, but Sekiro's 60. It, yeah. But it's 1080p. 10, 10, yeah. Ugh. 
Uh, da -da -da -da. John Gibson, CEO of Twip Tripwire Interactive, publisher of Maneater, tweeted in support of Texas's insane new anti-abortion <sighs> law. In response, Maneater co-developer Shipwright Studios publicly cut all ties. There was a massive public backlash, of course, and Gibson, quote, voluntarily stepped down within the week. He's not gone from the company. He's just shuffled down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Not fired. Mm. Just not CEO anymore. That's how that goes. Yeah. Wee Golden parachute. Mm, yeah. Failed upward somehow. Yeah. Uh, folks are already circumventing China's new weekend gaming restrictions for kids. <laughs> Some are selling login keys, and it's perfectly permissible for a parent to grant unrestricted access to their children. So basically, so like the law's in effect. It's pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. Yeah, people are whatever. Hey, use my account. <laughs> I didn't call that. I figured. I figured China would like have some sensor outside people's houses that would go like, that 12-year-old is playing Pokemon! <laughs> and, like, raid the house and take them for Give them time. Take them for <sighs> education. Uh, uh, or it'll negatively affect their person score. <laughs> uh, after five years, No Man's Sky has pulled a No Man's Sky and reached mostly positive reviews on Steam. It deserved mm -hmm. that three years ago, but okay. Yeah, but when you come out, you get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of negative reviews because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you didn't have all that shit you promised. But you know, he climbed that mountain. He added a ton of shit you didn't even. No, it's, yeah. it's 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 its whole new thing now. Like it's its own thing to the degree that getting into No Man's Sky is like jumping into an MMO. And it's, it's Minecraft now. Uh, no, it's way more complicated than Minecraft. Or it's, I don't it know about that. that. It feels that way to me. Well, but then again, I say that having never played Minecraft. All I know about Minecraft is what I've seen on like TV shows that talk about Minecraft, like that, <laughs> that episode of South Park, the Rick and Morty one. Mm. Anyway. Uh, da -da. Microsoft's Flight Simulator Top Gun expansion has been delayed until May. Sorry, Chamber. Uh, that is incredibly. It's it's it's, it's because the, the movie was delayed. Yeah. The the expansion is tied directly to the movie, are, so are the movie you was pushed back. The expansion was pushed back. Um, I'll reinstall the screw around with it a little bit. Yeah, just to see, just just for for fun. Assuming it's still on Game Pass, I don't know why it wouldn't be. After some funny business last week, Sony did a 180 and announced that if you buy Forbidden West, Horizon Forbidden West for PlayStation 4, you will get the PlayStation 5 version for free, just like they announced last year. <clears throat> there were like, There's like nine different price points for the game for some reason. I, I just picture a boardroom, you know, what do you mean Microsoft does this for free? <laughs> well, um, well you, you buy the game and it installs the best version on whatever console you have. Well, we're not doing that. They have to silence. tell us. Which yeah, we we, we can't do that. That's that's much too customer friendly. That's that's not. <laughs> that's okay. not how we really hurt Sony. No, we need more money out of this. Yeah, so I, I do regularly consider looking for a, a Series X. It's not getting any easier. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not I'm not that worried about it. I do have like uh, house insurance coming up. That I got to worry about though. So. Well, yeah, paying those bills. Yeah, got bills to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Bills. On the way uh, home from work last week Friday, I cut a tire, blew a tire out like a block from my house. Were you on the trike or? No, on my in my truck. Oh, okay. I, I still, I blew a tire. So that's and then, like that's several hundred dollars. Well, yeah. And, and so I go out there. I mean, it's at night. So in the morning, I go out and I'm going to put my spare on. I'm going to drive the truck to a close place to get it done. Turns out there's a locking lug nut on there and I cannot find the key oh. so now I have to call a Honda dealership and get it towed to the Honda dealership to get the lug nut off 
And since it's there, I might as well have them do the tire. And you never do one tire. You always do tires in pairs. So now it's two tires and new lug nuts. I'm like, oh, my money. Oh, did you see it going away? It's like, I, come back. It's so my brakes have started screeching a little bit, and I'm just, I just Ooh. don't want to. You see, you put that off too long, you're going to wreck your rotors too. I know. Oh, you, can't, you cannot put it off. There's a third no. option. There's a third option. Not in the States, there's not. You mm-hmm. have to own a car here. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you have to own a car? You oh, have to own a car. Buses. Yeah, buses. You need to like carve out three three hours of transportation a day. There would be no way for me to get to work if I didn't have a vehicle. No. None. Zero. That's awful. Yes. Yeah. It's intentionally awful because of lobbyists. Well, that's how these cities are designed. They're not They're not walkable cities. None no, it's okay. Get a scooter. Get one of those electric scooters. Just, you know, no. can't go to work in the rains. <laughs> or you go on the freeway because, well, God forbid, you go on the freeway with anything less than 80 miles. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You need to live like 10 minutes from your place of work. You know, do like yeah. subways in some of your larger cities? <laughs> like, a, like, <laughs> like, in, in like three of them, yeah. Oh, okay. None of them go exactly where you need to go. There's one in L.A. that's like just hilariously vestigial. The subway system in Montreal was fucking incredible. I think the, the one in the only, I the, only the one in, in D.C. Is... has carpets and it's really nice. Ooh. New York works that way because nobody in New York owns a car. I actually have a little story about the subway in Montreal. <clears throat> okay. Is it French? Um, we, oui. and and as you're as oh. you're right, and actually oh I, I remember I remember the cars itself themselves being you know clean and comfortable. I don't remember anything about that. Uh, and, and but as you go along, the stops will they'll a, a woman's voice will announce the stop, and it'll be something like uh, Saint Denis. Like it'll be very all they're all very very French. Um, mm. But I was I'm like I'm this I've grown up in small mid-sized cities in all across western Canada. There was a time when I was in Calgary, which is a massive city, but that was from like zero to three years old. So I don't really remember Before that. Before your formative years. You I remember, I remember yeah. some things from it, but not much. But for the most part, I'm from relatively small cities. We're kind of a more polite people. And so riding the subway in, um, uh, I'm sitting there, I'm standing there in the subway and the doors are about to close. And a man is running across a platform trying to make it. And as the doors close, he flings himself out, jams his arm forward, and the doors close on his arm and his head. <clears throat> so the crown of his head is uh, sticking through the door. His arm is through the door. And I'm, like, shocked. Like, what the fuck do I do? I'm literally standing right in front of this guy. Like, wow. okay, let's see if we can get this guy in. So I reach out to, to grab the doors, and I kind of, like grab the door above his head and below his head and I try to pull open and as open, and yeah. as I do this another man to my left reaches out puts his palm flat in the middle of the guy's forehead and shoves him out onto the platform <laughs> <laughs> the door closes the train leaves that's my subway story <laughs> I had, now who was in the right I, you for trying to help or the guy pushing him out who probably saved him from injury I feel like the guy who pushed him out like, yeah. that guy knew what he was doing. That was my, like, you know, this is my first subway ride. Hee <laughs> here I am in the big city. Like, it was like a kid, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like 18 looking at a school there. I'm um, a help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't worry, sir, I'll save you. This man is beyond redemption. Shove! <laughs> <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> the, the guy's like, oh, my wow, motion dead. So yeah, the, the subway, this, the experience I've had in cities that have subways were fairly positive, but I was riding around them as like a six foot tall man. So, so it Chance, have you ever been to the States? Oh uh, yeah. When I was very, very young. Where did you go? Um, 
we were in BC, so we went into Washington, I want to say, Washington State. Okay. And okay. it wasn't... Seattle-ish area, somewhere around there? Yeah, but it was somewhere north of there. It was somewhere, like, really close to the Canadian border. We went over there. We I remember we bought sneakers, and I insisted, because Top Gun was out, and uh, leather jackets were so cool, I insisted... Oh, this was a while ago. Yeah, I insisted yeah. on a fake leather jacket. <laughs> and so this jacket was made of plastic, and I wore it all summer and probably got heat stroke, like, four times. <laughs> but you were happy oh. about it. So I went on a shopping trip to the States once. I have never returned. Hmm. It's not... Recommend. It's not that bad. It really isn't. Honestly, New Orleans, even in its state right now, is worth checking out. No, I've, there, there's lots. Of, there's lots of things I'd love to explore in the states, but I've never. Not that bad. There's lots of there's lots of outdoor places I could recommend. See if there's anywhere around you you can get a muffaletta. I've done a lot of I've done a lot of moves in my life. I've done a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of travel. I've done a lot of travel for work, and so my overall kind of feeling about travel is that it costs a lot to sleep in a less comfortable bed <laughs> and eat unfamiliar food that may or may not agree with you, which you're going to pay through the fucking nose for. Mm-hmm. And This is all true. And pay this a lot of money to get anywhere you need to go. That's what a vacation is. And you, and, and you know what I have at home? My own channels. <laughs> like, See, I don't worry I, about finding Family Guy at home. Th- th- this is all true, but then... I mean, I've been to I've been to a lot of places. I've been to Vancouver. It's a beautiful city, very crowded. Yeah. But outskirts of Vancouver are awesome. I've uh-huh. been to the New River Gorge. I've been, I mean, all, all the normal touristy places in the states I've done, okay. and most of them are honestly worth seeing. I would like. I would it's easy see. to make fun of the Grand Canyon, but you ever actually go? Fuck yeah! <laughs> it looks awesome. Yeah, no, I would. I would totally see. It, it cannot be overhyped. No, it that really is what can't. everyone has told me. Oh man, I found out this week. You just go once. You don't need to do it ever. Mount Rushmore was originally called like the Four Wise Men or something, and it was yeah. and it was like a landmark to Native Americans because it happened to look like four men and that they. Oh yeah, no, it's awful. It was it was, it was blast mine to look like that. Yeah, and the and the building of Mount Rushmore to look like all these white guys was bankrolled by the Klan. And I was like, oh, that's bad. It's real, real bad. Oh, it just gets worse every time. Every every like layer of this onion that unfolds Mount Rushmore. Gets I have worse. not been to Mount Rushmore. I I'm not. That's not on my list. It's also a thing I saw on Twitter. So it's like Facebook news. Like I don't know if that's true. Mm. But every welcome now to then, America. Don't you dare look under this bloody rug. <laughs> yeah. Where do we need to get to in the states? Yet? I have. I have not been to Yellowstone. There's all kinds of shit I'd love to see in the states. I'd love to just drive around Hollywood. That'd be awesome. I'd love to just uh, see it. That wouldn't be fun for long because the traffic out there is terrible. That's fine. I'd, I'd you know, put on, I'd, I'd put on some nice tunes. I'd roll along in a car, smoking a cigarette, looking at Hollywood Hills. That sounds fucking amazing to me. I have not been to Hollywood or L.A. I have been, I have been to San Francisco and I've been to Santa Monica. San I'm Francisco's a, nice. Yeah, I'm a little biased, but the Blue Ridge Parkway is fucking magical. What's the there Blue Ridge go. Parkway? Just Google it. How was that Tale of the Dragon thing, by the way, Jerry? Oh, it was awesome. Okay. Oh, did I not talk about no, this? No, I don't think you did. So I, I left. It, it's the actual the actual road itself was probably about 45 minutes from my new house. And it is called Tale of the so Dragon? It's called Tale of the Dragon, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, or, or, or Deal's Gap is the name of the area, but Tale of the Dragon is, is the colloquial name for the road. Um, so I left early in the morning, like 8 o'clock in the morning. And I, I finally get out to it, and I'm using an unfamiliar mapping software. I'm, I'm using the, the built, not the built-in, but my, my new bike has some GPS in it. I'm trying to use that, and I don't, I don't like it. It's not my normal stuff. But I get there, and on the way in, because you go in, you turn around, you come back out again. On the way in, 
there was no traffic. It was beautiful. And it was, it was, the sun was just not very high, so I wasn't dealing with glare. I was, I could screw around because there was nobody on the road, so I'm taking corners a little too fast and just having a good time. You know, it was awesome. I, I get to the end where there's actually a gas station slash souvenir thing. I buy myself a, an expensive t-shirt and I fill up with gas, turn around and come back after stretching my butt out because it's, you know, it's a lot of curves. And on the way back, I get stuck behind like three Harleys. Who are going way too slow? No, like, that's no oh, fucking. Oh God! Are they old dudes? No, what I mean, what well, the person in front was an old dude, and the person who was directly in front of me was—it looked like a father and daughter. So I understand. I'm like, okay, you don't want to screw around when there's a kid on the bike. I get uh-uh. it. But the problem is, there's no safe way to pass on this. Mm-mm. It's very narrow, and you know that you have assholes on superbikes who will just go shooting down this thing at 120 miles an hour. And you you can't screw around because they will kill you if you you know yeah. get in their way. So so really at that point it's it's your job to make sure that this kid's day goes okay. Yeah yeah pretty much. So I like I wasn't tailgating. I just took a very leisurely drive out. But it, it's hilarious because the, the picture I sent you guys was on the way in, mm-hmm. and I am awake and having a good time. There's a picture of me from that same camera on the way out where I had the visor up my helmet and you can look in and you can see my eyes and in my eyes you can see that I'm thinking oh fuck these guys <laughs> you can just you can see it just in my eyes it's just hilarious um, but no it was awesome I'm going to do it again in the fall Ooh. because I want to see how it looks in the mountains when the, uh, the leaves change. change yeah yep yep so I'll do that again in in mid October probably I can't and it'll recommend be 60. I, it's a little bit of a schlep but I can't recommend Asheville enough do you guys ever play an old... Okay, first of all, do you remember the King's Quest games from Sierra? Yes. Do you remember how they kind of ended up morphing towards the horror genre with um, Phantasmagoria? No. I have played Phantasmagoria. I never did. Did you? Did, oh. did you but do you remember one of their games called Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Father? Um, yes. Yes. Um, New Orleans was such a huge character in that game that mm-hmm. ever since... The one spot I think of when I think of touring the States is I gotta go to New Orleans. You do. And then, so, what was it? If you, There's a Simpsons episode where he goes to New Orleans. If you want to look at the food of New Orleans, find the Simpsons episode where he Oh, goes. I know. It's like three minutes long. It's three minutes of him just naming delicious-sounding food. So, I've been to New Orleans as well. I was in college at the time. And they set, you know, 100 college students loose on Bourbon Street. <sighs> They're like, here, go have fun. Be in your hotel at a reasonable time. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, what was cool is you walk, you're walk. walking down the street and every bar has music coming out of it and it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all amazing. So we walk into a random bar and Harry Connick Sr. is there. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And for free. So we sit down and none of us are of age and it doesn't matter. So we, we sit on the table and all my friends are like, beer, beer, beer. And it comes to me and I panic. I'm like, I'll have a Coke. So it's just like... Man, when I was there, they were like, you're not 21, get the fuck out. Like they're like, no, you're they standing in front care. of the door. No, they, they let us in and... Served underage, and I was like, I'll have a soda because I'm scared. Uh, but no, it was good. It did smell like pee most of the time, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, gentlemen, I got to scoot. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we're about done anyway. So, Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Alex, thank you for talking. Of course. Thank you, thank you everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a week. Okay.